The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And you're listening to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris. Don't mind me. I'm trying to figure out this map that I have to use to pick up my kids from school this week during all the construction in my area. This could be a map of traffic flow or it might just be the invasion plans for Kiev. I'm not exactly sure. Bellying up to the 9-foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. The EP Podcast is 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park and it's brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early on in life. Help them get ahead with a Junior Savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. With a Junior Savers account, kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow. Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. Learn more. BankEvergreenPark.com slash junior. No minimum deposit to open. No daily minimum balance until they turn 22. Member... FDIC. We've heard of the new Macy's coming to town. We're going to talk with the new branch manager and find out exactly what kind of Macy's it is and what makes it unique on this program. We are also ready to run into Oktoberfest season in and just outside of Evergreen Park. But first, sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar today, we have Jeannie Olson. She's a village trustee. She has something she wants to promote, but whenever I get a trustee in here, I'm like, well, we're... <laughs> We're going we're gonna to chit-chat about a bunch of stuff. How are you, Jeannie? I'm good. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I'm good. Did you have to do any off-roading to get to my house today? Just a little. There's, uh, <laughs> there, we, hit a, we hit a new part of the construction that uh, uh, we are now hitting the sewers in the middle of the street, so it was a little bit of go-karting, but I did get here. Thank You're you. You're a Southwest Quadrant person, right? I'm a Southwest Quad person. So when the people, inevitably, and I think it's kind of funny because I've talked to people that understand why it's all being done at once in the Southwest Quadrant, and it looks like, you know, episode six of The it's, Walking Dead. Okay, does. like early on, it, as the outbreak was happening, and there's just like, I mean, yes, all you need is yes. a tank that's up on somebody's front lawn <laughs> right. that's abandoned. And right. you've got a movie set right now in the Southwest Quadrant with all this construction. Some people get why it's happening because they've heard it or they've read a post or something like that from the village. Some people don't understand why it looks the way that it does and it's all being done at once. Do you, can you explain it? Yeah, so there is a method to uh, to the madness. Um, first of all, I, I know the timing isn't uh, great. Um, the construction was actually supposed to start in June. Um, we were delayed not on anything on our part, but because of some strikes that were happening um, within uh, the concrete material folks. So really, we wanted to start this in June after school started, get it done, get it out of the way, um, it just it was kind of out of our hands at that point. So while we understand the timing isn't perfect, they are trying to move from um, west to east from Pulaski over to Central Park in a way that they're only working on one side at a time. And then when they're done, they work on the other side. So we're not completely inconvenienced by nowhere to park if you're living on a street that's being worked on. So I get it. It doesn't look good. But in the end, we're going to have new curbs. We're going to have new streets. We're going to have new trees planted. It's it's going to look really good. We just have to get through these next couple of months. And I think the thing that adds to it is I know when I did my sidewalk replacement thing, because oh, I was replacing the 50-50, the 50/50 thing, <laughs> so that when happened. they came to measure 
They're like, oh yeah, they're going to come in the back end of the summer, August, September, something like that. So that was the plan. It wouldn't have been done at the same time. But what right. you have is them working on the sidewalks and ripping those up yes. at the exact same time as the street is. Like I had a guy in front of my house the other day and all of a sudden I just hear a noise. I look out there. He's got this giant saw and he's cutting, cutting. Yes. my sidewalk out and I paid for it. I knew it was coming someday. I didn't expect it like right now in the middle of all of this, but it, it this is how everything kind of overlaps. Yeah. So we, we were waiting on the, on, on frankly, concrete. To, yeah, they, to, they, they, they were striking on the concrete. They were striking on the concrete. Okay. So it, it was the plan to have the work done June through the summer, then um, piggyback off that for the 50-50. Uh, it just so happened they kind of all landed at the same time. So the it's like was, ripping a Band-Aid off right, right now. Let's just get it done with. But, <laughs> yeah. And um, it made for an interesting Raider run, I'm sure, because I know Most Holy Redeemer ran through the streets they did. with all the holes. I mean, it was like an obstacle course, I, and they decided uh, to still do it, which did. I can't they believe. They did. I actually participated. I did the Raider walk. I'm yeah. not much of a runner, but I did the walk, and... Um, for the most part, it, it worked out well. They, All the kids made it back? Kids made it back to my <laughs> best. Uh, yeah, so I, I did see a couple spills, but, you know, it could have been just six-year-olds running wild. Kids yeah, fall. so they did make it through. I think it was a successful event. Um, practicing our patience. We're hoping everyone um, is doing that as well. Um, and just know at the end of this, it's going to look great. Next year, they're probably moving on to another section. That's kind of how they're doing it. They're picking sections um, that need it, and then they budget for it, and then we're going to go through this. And that makes sense. And you know what? If there isn't something like a material strike, it'll probably be done differently. That's kind of like, I think that's what I've kind of tried to explain it to people. Because everybody comes to me now, Jeannie. Here's the funny (laughs) thing. You have, you're, you're a trustee, right? Yes. I probably get asked more questions than you do. I don't want to sound like a jerk saying no, it no, because no, I, I, I'm sure you're like, oh, no. But I mean, everybody thinks I know everything. I go pick up my kid from school and somebody walks <laughs> up and goes, you see that thing they're doing down the street? Did the mayor tell you about that yet? What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I don't work for the village. But you do have, a, you know, you have this relationship with the mayor and all the trustees. I get it. <laughs> I, mean, like, I might call you next time, Chris, and ask you what's going on. complain about things. <laughs> I had somebody the other night talking my ear off for 45 minutes because they think traffic flow has changed and there's too many cars going on their street. And I'm like... I don't, what do you want me to do about right, it? Well, can right. you can you can you talk to someone about it? Like I'm the go-between now. I know it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It, I enjoy it though. I, I mean, it, it is nice to to have people think of you in that manner, but I can imagine it's not <laughs> fun either. <laughs> well, welcome to Mayor Burke's world. Huh? Yeah, I know. I feel like I should be on the payroll for crying out loud. Okay, uh, you have a an event that you want. I think you talked about this last year. It might have been the first time you were on the show. Yes. And you reached out and you're like, "We're doing it again," and I was like. Well, any opportunity I can get to talk to you, I'm going to take it. All right. So uh, tell me a little bit about what it is. Let everybody know. Yeah. So thanks again for having me. It's our third annual. um, We're calling it a a toiletry drive for homeless vets. So we are partnering with Heinz VA. And what we've been doing the last, um, like I said, our third year is we're collecting items for Heinz VA for homeless vets who come into the hospital and they can wash their clothes, they can take a shower, they can refill with things that they might need, like toiletry type things. So what we're doing is basically stocking their shelves. So this allows um, veterans who come in for services, for appointments, they can use these facilities, um, but what they need are the products. So um, the Village of EP has been really helpful. Um, They've let us use Eukage Field back in um, 2020, the COVID year, that was- um, The dark times. The dark times. 
The dark well, times. I it's... imagine my children talking about it when they're <laughs> right, old. Like right. when I'm gone, when you and I are gone, right. the children now who are in their 80s and 90s, the way they'll, they'll describe it, it'll be like the Middle Ages. It'll be so over the top, I imagine. I wish I could hear how they're going to describe how it to their right. grandchildren one day. So the uh, while there was a lot negative about that time, the one thing was... Um, there was no sports. So these we had kids from all over the different schools, the different parishes helping us out with collecting items at their school, collecting items in their neighborhood. They came to Eukage Field. They helped us put these um, like sets together, these you know plastic bags of toiletries. We probably had over 100 kids in the neighborhood who just wanted to help out. And that's what Evergreen is. It's just people coming together for, for different things. And really this whole um, thing started with one mom putting out on Facebook, which we all we all know where Facebook can lead, but it was one mom who was interning at Heinz and said, I'm collecting toiletries. I reached out to her and I said, how can I help? Um, you know, I'd love to get involved. And it turned into this massive thing where the village helped us. We had all the D124 schools helping us out. So um, if you have a child at D124 schools, any five of them, um, Evergreen Park High School, uh, Holy Redeemer Church, St. John Fisher, and I think we're still waiting on Queen of Martyrs. We will have collection boxes. We put the pressure on Queen of Martyrs right there. That was solid. That was <laughs> right. solid. Hey, everybody's participating. So Where are you year, at, Martyrs? Last year, we, we got in touch with Doc, and he he helped us out. So I think there's there's a lot going on I over miss there. Doc. I, I miss know. Doc so I know. much. He, he was on the show after that all happened. And, and as and, a veteran, he was like, what can I do? Oh, and course. they did collect a whole bunch. So I'm sure Queen of Martyrs will help us out, but we will have these boxes at all of the schools and the churches. Um, the schools have agreed to pass out flyers. We also have on the flyer a QR code that um, you can send directly from Amazon to Heinz. So we have multiple ways. Um, and then of course, we are collecting at Oktoberfest. The Village of EP is having another Oktoberfest, October 8th, and we will have a table. So anyone who doesn't have a child at the school or goes to any of those churches, you can bring those items um, to Oktoberfest between 2 and 7 p.m., on October 8th at the community center. That's awesome. It's a yeah. really good thing that you're doing. I have some very close friends of mine that have served and uh, you know, they're, they're not in the need that these veterans are, but I, I'm sure that they would think it was the coolest thing that you're doing this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that whenever I talk to vets, I think that the one thing when I ask them like, you know, how do you, do you like it when people say thanks for your service? Do you like it when people do these things? They go, yeah, it's cute. It'd be nice if they helped. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that, that these are the things that really matter a lot. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you you don't know where you can help or what you can do. I mean, you're not solving the homeless problem within. I mean, there's talking to, you know, some of the folks at Heinz, there's hundreds and hundreds of homeless vets in Chicago area alone. So this is just something little that we are trying to, you know, just to try and help out. So um, it, it it's little, but hopefully it has a lot of impact. And again, the community has been so involved and people like you help us get the word out. And we are appreciative of that as well. Oh, I'm happy to help. I heard that uh, there was uh, a little bit of discussion, like is Chris making it to the Oktoberfest at one of well, your meetings? I mean, yes. how did you how did you even doubt that I would well, not be there. Oh, there's beer, no there's a doubt, party, No I'm doubt, coming. except that, as you said, you are the man of the people. You are all <laughs> over the place. We knew there was other Oktoberfest going around, so we just wanted to make no, sure. I, I, this is, this is, <laughs> the EP podcast was the first show on this network. I mean, yeah, we got Socks in the Basement, Southside Pod. We've got one out of Pittsburgh now that we're doing. That's I mean, there's crazy. so many. Yeah. There's so, I mean, the network has gotten really big, and I'm I'm to the point now where, like, 
I, I'm, I'm starting to gather like pseudo employees that are going to be employees. <laughs> I never saw this happening doing it. That, so I've gotten extremely busy, yeah. but I will always do the EP stuff. Always. I mean, what the heck? I live here for crying out loud. And, and if, we do if the EP it. podcast wouldn't have done well, I wouldn't have been able to do all the other things. So, yeah. you know, what the heck? Well, we are, we are appreciative. I mean, when we put our list of who we got to contact, I mean, EP podcast is on the top of the there list. We go. So here there we go. go. Yeah. That's what I always wanted. I just wanted that. <laughs> and I, now I just got to be. People to know me and right, like me. Right, <laughs> right. Well, not not enough that they come to me and complain about the holes in the ground. You no, see that, no. And then I have to ask you. <laughs> see, it all rolls that way. I know. I, I know. I get, I get, what the heck's going on with the holes, Chris? I don't know. I'll, I'll find somebody to ask. Just give us like another month, six weeks. <laughs> it's going to look beautiful. New trees, new curbs. It's going to look wonderful. I can't so. wait. It's going to be like Shangri-La out there in the uh, Southwest Quadrant. Right now, not so much. Jeannie Olson, I appreciate you jumping on the EP podcast. Thanks for having me again, Chris. I appreciate it as well. One, two, three. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's the homemade nine-foot oak bar. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? It's the homemade oak bar. We're down here drinking at the homemade nine-foot oak bar. And I know you were, wish you were here and not so far away from the homemade nine-foot oak bar. Is it leak? Is it teak? I don't know, but it's not redwood, it's oak, you know. It's a how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's a homemade nine-foot oak bar. I said, how many feet is it? Just a quick reminder, all the listeners of the EP podcast, if you have been injured at work, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing. Bottom line, law offices of Parente and Norum, they have the experience, the dedication, proven results that it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. The law offices of Parente and Norum have recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones. You here in the EP can call them for a free case evaluation. You can even text them. Same number, 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over Sitting down having a beer with my boy, John Brand, Open Outcry. How are you? Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. I'm good. We got uh, we got Oktoberfest coming up here real soon. I, I, I'm I'm kind of pumped up about it, and I want to talk to you about it. But first, uh, I want to let people in on what John and I were just talking about. If you've ever been in Open Outcry at 109th and Western and you walk in, there's so many things to look at in here. It's really a cool space. But you do eventually notice the big rack of barrels that are in the building and I was like are, are those full and you're like yeah we're gonna start tasting them and testing them and deciding what's going on tap and in my mind I was like well wait a minute I would just assume there's like a date you pull it off you throw it on tap and you're done but it sounds like there's like a process and how to select the right ones and when to put them up on tap right yeah there's a process working with barrels is uh, a little bit of an art you will 
Well, first of all, you got to make great beer. You got to put the beer in the barrels, and then you got to regularly test those barrels, and the beer will tell you when it's ready to come out of the barrels to share with with customers. So, depending on the t- different the the different format of the barrels or the type of spirit that was in the barrels before will also help drive the decision on how long that beer will sit in the barrel. Monday, this upcoming uh, this upcoming week is um, our test our tasting date. So what we'll do is we'll sit down, we'll pull samples from the barrels, and the way you do that is uh, you use stainless steel drill bit. You drill into the side of the barrel. You stain. Then you you'll you'll let the liquid shoot out the side. You'll set the beer aside. Then you use stainless steel nails, sanitized stainless steel nails. You tap them back in the barrel to plug the hole. For every type of beer style, you'll pull two or three samples from every barrel for every beer style. Then you'll go through and you'll taste. You'll taste each beer, and you'll you'll ask yourself the following questions: Is this beer aged enough? Did um, is is this is this mature enough for us to serve to our customers? Should we serve this straight out of the barrel as a single barrel beer? Should we blend this with another barrel because we like characteristics in this particular barrel, characteristics in this particular barrel that aren't the same, and we think they're going to work well with each other? Uh, and you try to put that puzzle together. It's it's a fun process. Uh, it's a long process, and you're usually pretty drunk afterwards <laughs> and uh it's not uncommon to be hung over after after this either well you know what's interesting about it is that i've i've taken a, a shine to bourbons and i went on the bourbon trail down in kentucky and it sounds very similar to what they do when they take a bourbon out they decide is this good on its own should we blend it with this and then that kind of changes it a little bit. And what you're saying is we might take something that has a little bit of a different flavor than this other one. When we put it together, we know that it, it's going to make an even better beer. So there's more that happens than just taking it out and sticking it on tap. Yeah, there's 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 for, there's a formalized scorecard you can use for this. So you'll have a blind tasting panel. So we're, we'll do a blind tasting panel. It'll be me. It'll be our head brewer, Eric. It'll probably be Marshall, our, one of our managers here. Guy from the EP podcast. He can show up and do that. Uh, we do sometimes ask <laughs> ask customers to join us too because we want customer feedback as well. Uh, it's a blind tasting. We fill out the scorecards, and then uh, when we're all done, we sit down with the scorecards and we lay them all out in front of us, and we try to figure out which beers are ready, which beers are not ready, which beers to blend, which beers not to blend. Should we put this beer on? Should we bottle this beer? Should we sell this beer on draft? Uh, it's 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 a it's a fun day, for sure. You got a bunch of beers on tap right now. You've got. The barrels now, it sounds like you're going to be adding some of those, quite a lineup. And then you've got an Oktoberfest that I'm waiting for that beer to drop because I can't wait to have that. And I feel like you're holding it because you want to have enough for when you get all these people here October the 1st for your first ever Open Outcry Oktoberfest. Yeah, Eric and I were, so Eric made a real nice Oktoberfest. We, we tasted it the other day. It's, 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 it's going to be a really, it's not done yet, but I, it's going to be a really good beer. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a busy day. Uh, we got uh, we have tents, we have bands, we have tubas, uh, we have lederhosen guys running around in lederhosen. Are you gonna be one of the guys in lederhosen? If I can find one that fits me, but I don't I don't know if they make them in my size. Um, we're gonna have a traditional German band play. Uh, Railway Gamblers are gonna be playing. The Railway Gamblers, by the way, just dropped a new album. It's available on Spotify. Uh, we're going to have the EP podcast is going to be pre- uh, present. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm coming to it. Broadcasting live from from uh, from the rooftop beer garden. Uh, it should be a fun day. There's no cover. Uh, traditional German food as well. I think we're going to do sausages and uh, pretzels and all that kind of stuff as well. That's awesome. Oktoberfest, 
beers. And I know that they don't call them that in Germany. Okay, but in, uh, here we have these beers that, that breweries will put out specifically for Oktoberfest. And there'll be special fest beers that get put out overseas. It's one of my favorite styles. And like I, I get all I can of it because I also feel like this is the only time of year that I really enjoy it. I like it in these these temperatures, these months, as it's fall, as the, the season is changing, this is when I like it the most. Uh, late September and October in Chicago is a beautiful time of year. It's the perfect time to get out in crowds and drink beer with people and have fun with your family and friends and drink great beer that's made locally, uh, locally by your neighbors. It's it's a really it's a for me it's always been a special time in Chicago. I'm looking looking forward to it. We're doing what, you know what I didn't tell you? What didn't you tell? I didn't tell you. We are ordering 100. Uh, open outcry branded uh, beer steins that we're going to give away for free for the first hundred first 100 people that show up all right well i'll be standing at the front door beforehand <laughs> I'll, I'll set one aside for you fest starts at 11 a.m goes to five or six ish i gotta get out of here around five or six because then i gotta get over to the evergreen park library for their October, they're they're having their uh... they're having they're having the micro marathon. It's a tiny little marathon, and then you drink a lot of beers from a lot of breweries. So I'm going to go from the Oktoberfest here at Open Outcry, and then I'm going to run over to the Evergreen Park Library and pour Speculator over there that night. Well, we're, I think we're going to spend a lot of time together because I'm going to be there too. It's going to be it's going to be the Chris and John show. You'll be at the library. <laughs> at the, okay, all right. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do the marathon. You gotta do it with me. Did you know what they're gonna do? It's it, it, you know how you see those those things in the back of people's cars where it says twenty six point two because they want to show off that they did a marathon. Well, if you walk around the library twice, that's point two six two, and they're gonna give you a point two six two sticker for the back of your car. It's for real, that's yeah. is true. Okay, oh, yeah. that's fun. Get my point two six two sticker, well, and I'm gonna put it on my car. It's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long day for both of us. <laughs> my wife's gonna ask me, who's this Chris guy you're spending all this time right, with? John Brand, open out. 109th and Western. Uh, they're they're trying out barrel aged delights here uh, this week, and they're going to be putting some of those up on tap very soon. They have Oktoberfest on October the first. It's going to be at the EP Library coming up on that exact day. Just later on in the day, he's got two events going on. Uh, get out to Oktoberfest and come see us, 109th and Western, and stop in here for some beer, some pizza, and uh, and a really good time. John, I I always have a good time when I'm here, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Uh, a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here, I love that pitcher of beer. I gotta be honest with you, I'm shocked that my voice has held up so far in this show. A busy weekend. One kid went to homecoming, another one at a hockey tournament. I don't even know where the seven-year-old was the entire weekend. But he seems to be okay. I just checked in on him. You may get busy as well and miss an episode of the EP podcast. You don't want to do that. Subscribe. You can tell Alexa, hey, play the EP podcast. Check it out on Apple Podcasts. Spotify has it. iHeartRadio. You name it, they have it. All the options are linked to right from the eppodcast.com. And one of the things we've been doing recently and we're trying to do a little bit more of is feature local Evergreen Park businesses. Coming up before this show is over, we're going to talk with the folks from the new Macy's. You heard about that news. It made headlines in Evergreen a little while back when they figured out they were moving them into the plaza. Last week, we had a really interesting conversation with the guys from Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. 
big supporters of this show, and they also make a great point about the idea of staying independent in the home. That's the new trend now. People would rather make their home into a smart home, take away fall risk, avoid putting themselves or their loved ones into a nursing home, and the technology and the things available make that possible. They got an app that opens and closes doors. They can retrofit your bathtub. They have all kinds of little adjustments that can be added to your home and the big adjustments like a ramp or a chairlift that takes you from one floor to another one. They also do medical equipment that helps with diabetes control and they're really big into the CPAP machines to help with sleep apnea. If you missed the interview, it's on demand. Go back and listen to it. It's really informative. Or you can stop in and talk to the folks over at Hyatt in person in their showroom right on 95th Street. They work with your insurance and they're giving you money off when you mention the EP podcast. Check out their website, hhme.com or stop in and see them 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. And that music means it's time to meet the neighbors here in Evergreen Park. We have a new neighbor, Macy's, has come to the EP. Grand opening coming up soon. Location, plaza, over on Western Avenue. Natalie DePasquale from Macy's is on the line. Hello, Natalie. How are you? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I'm good. Are you going to be in charge of this location? I think it's called Market by Macy's. Yes. So I will be the store manager for Market by Macy's and Macy's Backstage. Well, welcome to Evergreen Park. Where, where are you from originally? Thank you. I am from Orland Park, um, but familiar with the area as I went to high school over at Merritt. What is this? Because I, I've had people try to describe it to me and they keep saying it's something different. It's a different type of store that Macy's is trying out in Evergreen Park at this location. Yeah, that's right. So Evergreen Plaza um, is the first dual concept that'll have a Market by Macy's on the first floor and then a Macy's backstage on the second floor. So Market by Macy's is your smaller than average Macy's store, um, but we offer an even more curated assortment of the latest fashion trends, convenient services, and fun events that truly inspire customers to own their style. So it sounds like it's like a boutique. Is that the best way? Like the front of it's a boutique, and then what exactly is the back of it? Yeah, so then Macy's Backstage, which will be located on the second floor, offers an assortment of off-price products. So really anything from home decor to on-trend fashion that arrives daily. Um, And the price is already marked at its lowest for a significant saving, so no coupons are necessary here. And then Macy's Backstage also features top designer handbags at great prices, which is a customer favorite. What brought you to this property to move into this area? Yeah, so multiple factors um, contributed to the decision for the location, Um, some including geography, like you said, customer demographics, um, also desired footprints, and then among other considerations. What are the perks of working for Macy's? I'm just kind of curious. I mean, do you get the march in the parade? (laughs) I do not. I can go, um, but I've never been. Um, But I'll say we get a great discount. So we are hiring. Um, If anybody would like to join our team, great discount over at Macy's. How many do do you guys know? I mean, I know I, I, this is kind of an off the wall question. You might not have this in front of you, but do you have an idea of how many jobs you're actually bringing into the area? Like how many spaces you have to fill inside there? Yes, we have 50 um, hourly positions. Wow. Solid stuff over there uh, going on at Macy's. When's the big opening for you? 
So our soft opening will be September 30th. Um, but our grand opening that we would like to invite everyone to come out to, um, we will have events on both Friday, October 7th and Saturday, October 8th, which will include giveaways and some fun prizes. Well, I want to warn you, as you come into Evergreen Park, Saturday, October the 8th, I know they haven't put out all the details yet, but we've mentioned it on the show, Evergreen Park Oktoberfest is happening. So there is a possibility you're going to have people walking through the store in Lederhosen. Are you prepared for that? We are ready. <laughs> yeah, maybe it might be something to put on the racks right away. If people want to get their German wear, you might need to have a rack for that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> well, Natalie, I appreciate you jumping on, telling me all about Macy's, and uh, it's kind of exciting. I know that I know it was one of those things. People always wonder what's moving into that that space there. I think Evergreen Park kind of looks at it and says. Are we going to get something big? Are we going to get something new? Uh, this sounds very interesting to me, and I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Before we get out of here, it's now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. They also have great CBD products and they're right here in Evergreen Park. Check out their website, coolcloudsvapor.com, or stop in and see them, 3837 West 95th Street, here in the EP. Our good friend Dan Doyle does a lot of artwork in and around Evergreen Park, helps out over at the community center. He is painting the mural at Veterans Park this coming weekend, September 24th from 1 to 4 p.m., September 25th from 1 to 4 p.m. As long as the weather is good, stop by, take a look. You can be a part of painting that mural honoring United States veterans. The Evergreen Park Recreation Department is offering music in the early years, a special class for parents and their toddlers. Eight-week music class with your child. You do singing, movement through musical activities. You build and strengthen not only your child's mind, but the bond between you and your child. The classes don't begin until Tuesday, October the 4th, but register now. The cost is $80. They have an infant through 18-month-old class at 9 a.m. and toddlers through age 3 at 10 a.m. Register with the EP Rec Department. The Evergreen Park Rec Department is also presenting Candlelight Serenade, a vocal concert, wine and cheese reception. Our good friends at the Candlelight Theater are putting this on Saturday, September the 24th at 7 p.m. Adults, 20 bucks. Seniors and students, 18, at the Performance Hall, 9547 South Homan Avenue. Tickets are on sale right now at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street. And the Youth Department's doing a paint and snack in the Youth Garden this Tuesday or Thursday, the 20th or 22nd of September. 3.30 until 5 p.m., grades 4 through high school at 3450 West 97th Street. Reserve a spot today, 708-229-3377. And I want to send a quick shout-out to my friends over at Sid Sauce. I talk about them all the time. They're growing the peppers here in Evergreen Park, and then they're making hot sauce with them. I made chicken wings this weekend, tried out a couple sauces. Maggie the Vampire Slayer? Garlicky and spicy? Loved it. Mango Slayed Your Family? It's tasty, but it almost killed me. I mean, that sucker's hot. My 14-year-old loved it, though. I went online at SidSauce.net. They must have a new version of it out because now they have one called Mango Ate Your Baby. I mean, if you like hot sauce, 
SidSauce.net. If you want to see some interesting names for hot sauce, SidSauce.net. If you want to hear head coach Jerry Verdi of the Evergreen Park Mustangs come on and talk about his high school football team, we're doing that each and every week. Unfortunately, they took a loss this past Friday. We're going to talk with the coach on the next episode of the EP Podcast. And remember, you can get the EP Podcast in any episode we've ever done on demand, anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com. Have a great week, everybody. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at the eppodcast.com